rocks. Oh shit. Good evening, <laughs> rocks and roots fans. I just hit a pothole. It is New Jersey. We're still in New York. <gasps> I know. Surprise, oh. surprise. New York is as shitty as New Jersey. I, Fuck you, Kathy Hochul. I'm stunned. I'm <laughs> Welcome to the, the Rocks and Roots podcast. I am Tumbles. He is cranky. And right next to me, for once, is the <laughs> lovely, lovely Mrs. Cranky. We are just finished dinner. We have just finished dinner at a awesome barbecue place in Rockland County, New York. How are y'all? I am fantastic. I am full. And you introduced us to awe. Struck? Yes. <laughs> yes. Awe. <laughs> Cider, which you can only get in this area of New York, so fuck y'all, you can't get it. But it, it is amazing. Yes. I mean, if they listen in the tri-state area, then... Yeah, if you live anywhere around here, go get yourself some awestruck. Because the shop right that I went to get this stuff from only had the ginseng ginger. I'm sorry, hibiscus ginger. I'm kind of leery, but I will give it a shot. It says zingy. And <laughs> it literally says zingy. It's, it's, zingy. A, zing, it's a zingy Since cider. Since we are a history podcast, we are rolling through... Tapan, New York. That's right. And we just passed the 76 house. Tapan, New York is where John Andre was executed. John Andre was the spy that assisted Benedict Arnold in handing over West Point to the British. Side note. There's actually and a little memorial as to where yes. it's right in the smack in the middle of a neighborhood. Like it's in a little cul-de-sac, I think. Correct. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Also, if, if you are history inclined, along with the hanging site, which is a, definitely a must-see, is also the DeWint House, which is an early 18th century house. Really nice. They're open maybe twice a year. It's a typical house museum. All right. Just just don't be a jerk when you go up there because those are people's <laughs> houses and we actually want to visit it again too. So if you go up there and act like a fool, they're going to like close it down. And I would hope none of our listeners are uh, idiots or fools. Not. You're not, right? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> they are quality human beings that listen. We are supposed to be talking about the Grand Canyon because we've told you about Half Dome. We've told you about Mono Lake. Great Basin National yes, Park in eastern Nevada. Jesus Christ. Wheeler Peak. That's that's the place. So uh, the next leg of the journey would be, if all goes according to plan. Which it will. The Grand Canyon. All right. Grand Canyon. It's a canyon. It's grand. All right. It is. Um, <laughs> the park <laughs> itself includes 278 miles of the Colorado River. Um, it's the ancestral home of 11 tribes. It's 16 miles wide at certain points. Although, that doesn't... Oh, because you're going down. The hike across it is like 26 miles. But if you just took a measuring tape. Ah, uh, well, as the crow flieth? Yes. Okay. It is 6,093 feet deep. And uh, probably started forming over 6 million years ago. And the north rim is a thousand feet higher than the south rim because the runoff from the north rim goes into the canyon and the runoff from the south rim flows behind the canyon. So there's more erosion on the north rim which makes it slightly higher by a thousand feet. Deeper? Yeah. Okay. 
that yeah. makes okay. So the the north <laughs> rim right. is oh, higher. Yes, 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 yes. All right, all right, all right, all right, yeah. all right, all right, all right. What were you thinking I was saying? Well, well just, the way you said, said it, it, it sounded like it was going over the top of it, and it was eroding <laughs> was it down. Like, why is it higher? higher. It's eroding it down. Thank you, Mrs. Crowley. I was okay. confused. <laughs> well, hopefully our listeners understood that. Did you all? I don't know. That was <laughs> So, quick history before we get into the hike itself. Um, first European explorers there, 1540. Spanish? Yes, very good. (laughs) Thank you. Garcia Lopez de Cardenas. Thank God for him. Um, And they only made it a third of the way down. That's lame. And then they ran out of water. Yeah, they probably said, fuck, this place is too hot. It's hotter than España. And if they're wearing conquistador gear... Jesus fucking Christ. How are you yeah. climb so down? Much How are you going to climb down in that, too? Like, That's so true, too. It's not too. conducive to, like, climbing down. They had anything. no trails like right, they have they, today. Right, so yeah, I'm they, sure they realized they bit off more than they could chew, so they kind of turned around. That would not happen to us. They always did. <laughs> God. God. Oh, fuck Cortez. Anyway, so um, they only made it a third of the way down, and then they turned back, and... So then it was kind of left alone for 200 years, at least by Europeans and Westerners. Good, um, so the natives can actually go back home. Yes. Pueblo, predominant. there's 11 tribes, but Pueblo are the predominant tribe there. Uh, and I learned they don't like to be called Anazazi. Is that right? Yes, that term is now politically incorrect because it means alien ancestors so i guess we can thank the history channel oh, for doing yes, that for that's us that's for sure i was i was taught in the grade schools and college that they were the anasazis all right that is passe because we're old as fuck in this car okay um <laughs> it's like a tiktok we're old as fuck boy yes <laughs> so pueblo is the correct term right now. all right John Christmas Ives was Christmas? the first. Um, yes, Christmas was the first American to reach the bottom of the canyon by river. Um, I I think he kind of cheated. He found the Colorado River south of the canyon and then used the river to get into the bottom. So he didn't hmm. climb down. Right. Fucking cheater. But he was one of the first to map it, and this is really important. He said no one else would explore this because it is useless. Uh, it's a useless cavern. Well, he's not wrong. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> it's impressive. But... It, it's impressive, and it's beautiful, and it's it's a tourist attraction. That's why you guys are going to go visit and see it. But practically the land speaking, the land itself is useless. The, yeah, the land itself is useless. It doesn't really... There's not practical... Doesn't I mean, besides anything. the water source. Right there is the water that's, source. That's about it. You can't. But yeah, the Colorado River doesn't just end at the canyon. Like no, uh, of before. course, but if you are some sort of Pueblo, tribe, yes. then you're. It's important yes. to their ecosystem. Right, and their for land sure. And, their, their area. and the, the Pueblo lived in the canyon. They had mm-hmm. caves and shit. Yes, like right. They lived inside it. Same thing with Canyon de Shelly, which is also in Arizona and is the second deepest canyon in the United States. So all of your canyons, friends, in Arizona. The All right, Arizona for all your canyon needs. <laughs> so, John Wesley Powell, so I guess all oh. of us are going to this other canyon when we all go back out there, maybe next year. Absolutely. <laughs> Eastern Arizona. It's awesome. 
Um, so John Wesley Powell. I guess that's where Lake Powell yes. comes from. Okay. Very good. I did not make that connection when I was digging up the things. All right. Led an expedition funded by the government, um, and he led two expeditions, 1869 and 1872. Hmm. Did more detailed mapping. The first settlers got there in 1880 through government grants. We'll talk about this in a minute. Uh, looking for mineral rights, and then it first became protected land under. Uh, President Harrison in 1893, and then stupid TR. Uh, we don't like TR on this podcast. Even Mrs. Cranky doesn't like TR. I have a soft spot, a little soft spot for TR. He, he's I have a, a soft spot for TR. He's a psychopath who kills pets. Yeah, I mean, even like until 1918, he wanted to bring his volunteers back to Europe. I mean, come on. What psychopath doesn't do that? Come on. <laughs> Wilson's like, so, fuck no, you're like 90. Tumbles is wrong on this issue. TR is evil, almost as evil as Lincoln. I don't know. I, you know what? TR slept here is as true as Washington slept here. <laughs> That's true. And that is true. He's been everywhere, man. <laughs> He's gotten around. So, if you separate his, the man from the politics, kind of cool but they're so intertwined you really can't and the man and the myth i mean he yeah. killed a dog because myth. he was pissed about a girl yeah he shot somebody's pet when he was like 20 he should obviously know better first of all why are you killing someone's pet like that's psychotic that's psychotic so you know there's also was just saying like and he killed lots of spanish the, that's right the, the man and then the myth and the myth that they created around and if you go to Oyster Bay, which is the national park site where he actually like lived in Oyster Bay, Long Island, try to find the volunteer who says instead of him um, going up San Juan Hill, he goes up Bunker Hill instead. That's the highlight of That's my life. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, goodness. So, our hike... Um, the family are getting up the torches and the pitchforks. We're going to the next national park site to go see. We're going to get murdered. <laughs> we do have a history of tormenting parkies anyway, so they're just going to catch up. Sometimes they suck. Anyway. It, they're going to, like, just, it's going to be your face on, like, a wanted poster, and mm -hmm. we're just going to distribute it through, like, all of the sites, and every time he shows up, it's going to be bad. National That's park why system. this is an anonymous video podcast. Yeah. Anonymous audio podcast. Audio podcast. True. All right, so our hike, we are leaving the from the North Rim. The Kaibab. Yes. We are heading down the Kaibab Trail to Ribbon Falls. The goal is 16.8 miles out and back. I don't know if this is going to happen. <laughs> What's the average temperature? <laughs> uh, I was When I was digging up facts about this, there were warnings it's going to be 100 this week out there. That's it? Oh, that's not bad. It was like 115 two weeks ago. That was during a week. Oh, nice. Okay. So, so cool. If I have to board a plane, <laughs> if I have to rescue, out of rescue. If I have to board a plane or call the national guard or do all of those things, I I am not. She'll, she'll come out and kill us. I will not be happy. All right. Yeah. So the elevation gain on this hike is 5,364.2 feet. It's all at the end, honey. Other sources say 9,000 feet. <laughs> what? I, I don't, I think the What are they smoking? I don't think so. <laughs> we gotta get so, that point too. Um, so 
our one of our first stops will be the Colorado Overlook. Then you come to some switchbacks. We like switchbacks. Yes. Uh, we're going to be passing through Rolling Springs Canyon, which is a smaller canyon within a canyon. Um, Whoa. There's water and restrooms there, though. Oh, that's good. I like restrooms. Because there's not much place to, like, hide and squat since it's, in a, the, in since the, it's a canyon. canyon. <laughs> oh, I didn't even... Because I don't have to think about that. I do not. Thanks. All right. Yeah, it's easier for you to stealth pee than it is for us to stealth pee. Need a shiwi. Yeah, we really can't stealth pee. Asking for a shiwi for like five Shiwi years. sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, there's, so there's, there's no way to stealth pee. <laughs> uh, we're gonna be passing through Rolling Springs. I already said that. I think. Um, major rest area at Manzanita. Manzanita. Manzanita is a flower. Oh, cool. Because, you know how I know that? How do you Be know that? Because our friend who has town shirt, that's one of his town shirts. It's with a manzanina on it. Awesome. Go yes. back and look at our episode with a wonderful town shirt. I forget the guy's actual name, but he has town shirt that's the company. Company. It's an awesome episode. Go back and listen. That's right. Um, our goal, our fallback position is Cottonwood Campground. That's close to the bottom. If you want to stay there, you need a reservation. If you want to stay at Phantom Ranch, you need a reservation. Yeah, we were SOL all that. Yeah, basically, we could not stay anywhere in the canyon. Which is like, it's okay. Yes. It's too hot. Um, so that's going to be our fallback position. That's about six miles in. So you either do a 12-mile hike and 4,000 feet of L. Or you do a 16-mile hike at 5,000 feet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Ribbon Falls, and this is where we might get screwed, because Ribbon Falls is 20 minutes off the main trailhead. Okay. So I thought it was on the trail. It is not. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a mini hike. So we need to plan for another... Bonus miles. Yeah, another hour there. Um, so Ribbon Falls is a... They call it a... Tavertine deposit, which hmm. basically means that water passes over limestone on the way down. It dissolves the limestone and then it deposits it at the bottom. So you get these awesome looking spires sticking out of the ground, kind of like you were in a cave, but you're not in a cave. Cool. Uh, and then we turn around and we go back up. And that's going to be the second uh, There's part. no choice. Yes. <laughs> Down is optional. Up is mandatory. Correct. So that is the plan. If you want a look-see on what we're talking about, the best channel to check out on YouTube is called Mediocre Amateur. It's actually one of my favorite YouTube channels. And it's these guys from, from Utah, I believe, who just go on skiing, running, biking adventures and they did a rim to rim to rim run which is absolutely insanity but you'll get to see what the north kaibab trail looks like so that's like 50 miles then it's nearly 50 yeah because it's 25 rim to rim that's yep. insane yep that's absolutely insane they are a fair fun bunch to watch though um two marathons for yes yes for sure because 26 and a whatever. With 10,000 feet of elevation gain. And 
So One of the guys did bail, like, halfway, yeah. so he was at the so bottom. He, but he still ran a marathon. He ran a marathon, so but the main guy, the he's like, I must have thrown up, like, five times. Yeah, you see, I, mm, and, and yeah. I think for me personally, as someone who kind of, you know, granny shuffles and runs her, you know, way through life, um, I, if I get to the point where I'm, I've got nauseous running, that you're pushing yourself, you're going to get a little nauseous sometimes. Yeah, when it's not fun. Um, but it's also super hot in August, but if I'm to the point where I'm literally physically vomiting, I'm immediately stopping. I'm immediately getting hydrated. I'm immediately like getting myself to a safer, safer place. Like repeatedly vomiting? No, 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 no. Or if you're like, if you're in trouble, I mean, like it depends on where you are. But wait until evening, and then right. use your headlamp and get back up. Yes. Right. Because at that point, once you are like physically like sick you are now instantly dehydrated and you have like, even like that's why they make pedialyte for kids who are sick like when you're when your body hits the emergency evac button you're you're already even more, more dehydrated, dehydrated right you're gonna feel awful so like for me and i think that's just my own mentality of like whoa buddy <laughs> i don't think so but these guys are in I also have a, top shape. I yeah. also have a phobia of vomiting, so that doesn't that doesn't that, help either. That doesn't help. But we so. decided, you know, it was a great idea to go in the middle of August. So yeah, we're excited. It, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, but we have that fallback position, and then at any time, if either of us say we're done, we're done, and that's always been what we do. Yes. So. No like, one there, like there's no like I'm gonna for my own ego feeling embarrassed to be like oh, I need to be done. Like, oh that, no, that, that doesn't happen. Like, I, I, I don't do that. None of that. Like I don't do that either. So yeah, no one is. Um, what is Tad saying? It's, it's not worth. It's your not life. worth your life. No hike is worth, worth your, your life. life. But he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. I mean, he's not wrong. Look at look at who died. Everybody who died in the whites every year. No, Guys, no, no trails worth, worth my fucking life is what he says. Like it's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So. We will update and let you know if the plan goes to plan. If, if the hike goes according <laughs> to plan. Yes. If I have to board a plane, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yes. It's going to be a problem. And it's going to be a problem because I'm obviously going to have to go one way. <laughs> Which is going to alert the TSA. And they're going to probably pat me down. Oh my gosh. And this is where you're thinking? Yes. <laughs> you're not thinking about our, our hot corpses on the bottom well, of... Well, hopefully you're thinking about getting patted down by the TSA. No, no, no. No, in my, like, you're in the hospital. Like, you're you're hospitalized. I gotta go get you guys. I gotta go pick you up. so the life insurance hasn't come in. You don't have a boyfriend yet. No, no, (laughs) no. Yeah, Tumble's boyfriend says, if you're not on the plane when you get home, yeah, no. Then then I'll worry. All right. That makes makes sense. You're not um, on that flight. All that, right. That does make sense because there's nothing either of them are all going to be able to do anyway if yeah, anything that's true. happens. So. That's true. I mean, if you're, I mean, obviously, if, if something happens, I'm, I'm going to have to go down there. But I'll give my else. parents an excuse to go on vacation. Yes. Yeah. Nothing is yeah. going to happen. It's going to be <laughs> fine. We'll update everyone on, we'll do mini episodes during this trip so that's let right. everyone know that we're alive. That's I'll right. just make a new, I'll just get a new hobby. I'll just get a new expensive hobby. I mean, the last time you went away for an extended vacation, I bought a car. This is true. So maybe you'll buy a house. It's a longer vacation, maybe you'll buy a house. Bigger, it's, yeah, it's a bigger, <laughs> it just gets exponentially bigger. A boat. A boat. You'll come back and there'll be just a canoe sitting in the... <laughs> I, I'm not going to use this. I just want to drive insane with the canoe on the lawn. 
So the parts... Like six new cats and be like, where did these come from? I don't know, they've always been here, you know? Um, the park itself, as no. I mentioned... I don't know if that Woman is stop. not paying attention. On the phone. Well, that guy was not going to stop either. <sighs> That's why I'm nice. I got a ticket for not stopping for a pedestrian once. I'm not doing that again. Anyway. So the park itself was created in 1903... Um, after the federal government took a land grant. Um, so basically the history of this entire area is we bought it from the Spanish. Obviously there's tribes already out there. It doesn't become a national park until 1903. But prior to that, so this is kind of what I wanted your thoughts on Tumbles and Mrs. Cranky and I have been discussing this mm -hmm. the last day or so. So this is a prime example of government creating its own problem and then rushing in and putting a medal on themselves and everyone falling for it. They sounds break like, your leg and then sell you the crutches. Sounds like the government ever since. Anyway, as you were. So, the land is purchased yeah. from the Spanish. Um, it's one of the things that Thomas Jefferson did that I'm not thrilled with, but... And then in the 1800s, we start, the government starts doling it out basically for free to railroads and mining companies and farmers mm -hmm. like Manifest Destiny. Mm -hmm. um, people wouldn't have gone out there without that. So mm -hmm. they're encouraged to go out there and then it becomes an environmental problem because uh -huh. there's so many people out there. Or, climate, at, least, climate change, or at least trickle out there so that the ecosystem has a better chance to kind of absorb yes, of some of this instead of stampede. this. It's like a rain shower versus a hurricane. Correct. Okay. So, yeah, this is what Mrs. Cranky and I were talking about. Private land ownership in the area would have developed more slowly because people would have stayed on the East Coast. Yes. Because it's more developed. Correct. Um, so, there's quote, environmental disaster, unquote, and then the National Park Service has to be created, and they step in, and they pat themselves on the back for solving a problem they created in the first place. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. um, there are still ongoing fights out there. As recently as 2017, the Pueblo wanted to create uh, something called the Grand Canyon Escalade Resort and Tramway. So this would have carried 10,000 people a day to the bottom of the canyon. It would have been a glass, another glass walkway because there's already one. And um, a cultural center talking about the history. And it was really interesting as I was doing my research to see environmentalists fighting with Native Americans who they normally portray as in harmony with nature, which they weren't. But that's normally the portrayal. They use them as literally the poster. That, that's, that's a whole other argument for a whole other episode. Yeah, yes. So. so yeah, it was interesting to see these environmental groups attacking this tribe saying, no, you can't create jobs and industry in this area. Even though... It's your ancestral homeland. That we took. That we stole. And then what were you telling me, Miss Cranky? What was part of the deal with that? I don't know. I don't know... Um, in, I don't know details of a lot of these deals, but I know, I mean, going back as far as we can, all of these 
treaties that were signed between the the tribes and I don't necessarily mean the Pueblo themselves I mean other tribes that you know that we think of you know when we first expanded out west the federal government is creating all these treaties and then immediately reneging on all of them like if you go back to those documents and I think I vaguely remember reading something recently fairly recently where like no those still hold up those are still treaties we have to still follow those and we're not and didn't you say they, in part of, at least most of them, they were promised protection? Uh, yeah, they were promised, you know, we'll take care funds, of you. protection. Um, we will take care of you, more or less. Give the, us your the, land. Give go us on your this land. Tiny postage go stamp. on this reservation and we'll provide everything that you need. And there are some tribes out in that area of the world um, Navajo, I think, mostly. Who don't even have water. Correct, that is the Navajo. They don't have water. And then when they try to create an industry, environmentalists come in and say... You "You can't can't do that? Uh, I'm sorry if, if, if... But casinos are fine. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, wait, go back. Casinos are fine. But they can't build a cultural center, a resort... Um, a, a path down to the bottom of the canyon for like tourism. I would go if you said the word resort to me with like <laughs> a cultural <laughs> center and like a nice tour to the bottom through the Pueblo and learning about their culture. Because admittedly, I really don't know that much, and I can't be like unusual for America to not know that much. I would totally jump at the, I would happily give them my money versus the federal government who's like, oh, you can rent our stuff. No, it's going to suck anyway. Unfortunately, they are so, be- so beholden on the federal government, the same people that fuck them over. Yes. That they're so intertwined that they, they, they can't. They can't. They, they can't. I would love to have seen that that get created. They should have known. These people who wanted to create this cultural center, you know, it's... You know, fool me once, fool me twice. I mean... And unfortunately... I think there was also some division in the trip. Some of them wanted it, some Some of them did not. I'm sure that they feel that way about the casinos as well. Some probably do, some some probably don't. Um, Like, again, like, I, you know, there was um, the 30 Days guy, the Super Size Me guy. I can't remember. Morgan Spurlock. Yes, he actually did a show called, like, 30 Days or something, and he went out there and spent like a month with a Navajo family and highlighted all of the things. And that had to be been awesome. in, in like the 2000 teens or whatever it was. It wasn't that long ago. Uh, he's not my favorite guy for other reasons. I don't like Super Size Me for a whole other episode about why. That's I think a great, that that's, that's a great documentary. That's, that's nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like that he highlighted that issue. If you're interested, and it might be something to check out. If you're uh, Mrs. Cranky said it, you go check that out, right? Yes. Um, so this is my... so what, what 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 what's your question? <laughs> You're interested in my take. What you can do? I agree. Oh, just do on I that disagree? entire thing that we. Like, what are no, your... you're right. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> I I mean I they they should have known. The these people most recently should have known. If the government has screwed you since the get go, they're most likely going to screw you again. And I just feel kind of I feel I feel kind of bad like. If you, like I said, if you go back into, and if you actually, I have not actually gone and looked, I'm sure that they're available in, in some online capacity, like finding the actual, these treaties. 
we we totally didn't do what we said we were going to do. Oh gosh, go. I mean, if you <laughs> go to the Clements Library in Ann Arbor, Michigan, I guarantee you find lots of treaties there. Like we we just ignored it. We just were like, no. yeah, we're assholes. The government's assholes. Okay. They've been assholes from the beginning. So. This is my issue with people like Darwin, Darwin, Darlin, Darlin, Darwin, <laughs> with Darwin who hold public land. As this is Darwin on the trail on YouTube. Yes. Who hold public land as the highest possible good. You're an asshole. It's really not. You need to know more about it before you say public land is the greatest thing ever. It, if you dig into the history, it's really not. We all work for government. The yes. amount of mismanagement on the local level is scary. <laughs> Look at the big guys. So we are going to Grand Canyon National Park, but I would love for it to be the Pueblo, PepsiCo, like caverns. I would, if as they controlled <laughs> it and they were directly benefiting, I would love it. Right. But as it is, we live in reality. So we are going to the park. I will get you a sampling. Does it count? Because I'm not there. Sure. Well, FaceTime you, it'll count. Okay, yes. Okay. So, that's all I had. Just some yeah, thoughts on good. public <laughs> land, and that's the hike. It's an interesting debate, and it's an interesting, it's 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 an interesting debate, and unfortunately, like there's a lot of there's a lot of history there, and it's a lot of bitter history there. Like, oh yeah, I, I, I can't presume to know what it's like, or to know what that feels like, but it it can't feel good, like. We have to remember that not only the African-American population had their hardships in this country, you have the Native Americans who certainly have had their hardships and then some. You have the Irish immigrants who came to New York who certainly had their hardships. You had the Italians. You had everyone under the fucking sun who had their hardships. So, fuck y'all. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I will bitch more about public <laughs> land on another episode. That's all i got to say about that. But uh, we are looking forward to the Grand Canyon. That's all right. We leave next week, bitches. We'll keep you updated. Do our plugs, and then let's get the fuck out of here. All right. They got to go home. So, find us on Instagram, Cranky Always Updates, rocks underscore and underscore roots underscore pod. I haven't done this in a while. I'll have to think about it. We are on TikTok, rocks underscore roots underscore podcast. All this is all these episodes are also on YouTube under our name. We have a Patreon. No one's contributed. Fuck y'all. Um, <laughs> and otherwise, we love you anyway. So keep listening. Hugs and thugs to everyone all over the world. This has been Tumbles Cranky and Mrs. Cranky. Thank you so much. We will talk to you later. Ciao.